Hello, everyone. Welcome to Conversations with the Real Estate Redhead. Today we have Cynthia Greer on, and she's going to talk to us about how money works. She works with Primerica, and she is going to school us on all things financing and investing and paying off debt, and I'm just so excited to have her on. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Callie. Yeah. We're, we're, I'm so fortunate to be asked to be on here today. Yeah. Because I think that if people understand how money works, mm-hmm. that money, our money can work as hard as we work for it if it's been put into the right place. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, I'm very excited about that. Yeah, Thank you I, for inviting me. Yeah, of course. I, I nerd out with stuff like this. And like I was telling you, like I could literally just listen to you talk about this. So y'all buckle up because she's going to blow y'all's mind a little bit. Um, so let's let's get started a little bit and just tell us about you. Tell us about Primerica. Well, you know what? I've been uh, with the company for over 19 years. Wow. You know, I'm not someone that's been here a while. And I wasn't like what they say, like an immediate get start. Because I came from a background of medical. Okay. I was a respiratory therapist. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. And I got into this business, honestly, is because I didn't know about my money. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it's a rule out there called the rule of 72 that tells you whatever interest rate you get on your money, it tells you how long it takes your money to double. Oh. No one told me that. They didn't school me on that. So once I saw that, I'm like, I'm not the only one that mm-hmm. doesn't know about this stuff. Yeah. So I wanted to get knowledgeable, not just for myself, right? but to help other people. Yeah, absolutely. That mm-hmm. is awesome. That is so, so cool. So tell yeah. us about Primerica. What is... What what is what is what is the the company Primerica? Y'all y'all are y'all have so many different aspects to y'all. Yeah, we we are a financial, I guess I would say a financial powerhouse if yeah. I could. You know, yeah. we've been listed on Forbes magazine as the one of the most trustworthy financial companies in America. Mm-hmm. This year we were listed as um, the best in uh, finance. Wow, twenty twenty two already. So that's what we bring to the table. We are listed as one of the best employers for women in the financial arena. You know, these are some of the props that was given, but we are a financial company and our whole goal is to take, is to take a wall street to main street. Wow. That's awesome. Go to where the main street people are living and trying to make their money grow farther. Yeah. That's what we get to do. Yeah. So tell us about that. Let's, let's dive in. Tell us, tell if somebody, if somebody is like, Oh my gosh, I need to do that. How would they how how would they make their money work for them? You know, it's depending on where they we could say investing. Yeah, because you can save your money, or you can invest your money. Right, right. If we save our money, we go to our typical places that we go. You know, the financial places, our banks, our credit unions, right? And we can set up different type of savings or different CDs or whatever. What kind of return do we get on that? Yeah, yeah. What is your interest rate? Yeah. Point five, maybe, <laughs> maybe, right? Yeah, in a good in a good, in a good season, a <laughs> right? So we're thinking that we're getting ahead because we're putting. I give my story two hundred dollars a month. My husband and I were putting into our savings, mm-hmm. and why do we still not have anything saved? It was so easily accessible that any we would go pull it out so quickly. You know how many conversations I have with my <laughs> friends? It's like it's like oh yeah, look at us, look at us go. We've got money in our savings. Like we feel so like responsible, and then the next thing we know, something something happens. We need new tires, or we need this or that, and then and then all of our all of our money that we've worked so hard for. It's like it feels like we're just always putting money into it, and then always needing having a reason to take it out. So that's why we believe that you should have you know actually three accounts. Mm-hmm. You need to have an emergency fund for those tires, right? Yeah, yeah. For the for the 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 air conditioner or whatever are ding in your windshield, you know, that, yeah, yeah. that uh, deductible, you need to have that account set up. And we think you need, you know, three to six months of your, your uh, expenses in there. 
Okay. But you, most people say, oh, that's a lot. Start out with get a thousand. Mm-hmm. Then let that grow. But then you need a secondary savings account. That's for things like, hey, I want to put a down payment on my car so my interest rate won't be. I yeah. want to put a down payment for a house when I get ready to do that. And But the final one is is your retirement, that long term. Okay. You don't want to have to go pull from your long term for an emergency. Exactly. Exactly. So that's why you need the three funds. And a lot of people would just set up their, their long term. And I'm like, hey, let's pull a little bit back from there because we got longer time and make sure that we get an emergency fund set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And pulling it away from your savings, your regular savings account, it just allows us not to use it for pizza night. Yeah. Or <clears throat> that's, like... that's an emergency, right? <laughs> New pair of shoes, that's an emergency. Exactly. Right? Oh, well, I budgeted, you know, this much money for restaurants, uh, but I really want to go out this week. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's an emergency. So now I'm pulling from my emergency fund. Exactly. Because it's accessible right. at, on the spur. But right. if it's set somewhere else to where I have to like call in or have it transferred or do this, it's not as easy. And we figure it out a different way. You've got to call in. What is that? When I mean, if your money's not at the bank, yeah. You have to like reach out to your representative or you have to get online and do a transfer and ACH back to your bank and account. And pull it out. So it takes it out from a process. Account. So if I got to wait two days to get that pizza. Do I want do I really, pizza do, anymore? <laughs> right. So I, I figured out another way. You oh know? my gosh. So, so tell us, what is that? I, I'm, I'm, I'm not following. What's that? So what are we, we, we're, we've got these three accounts. Okay. We've got a, we've got this retirement account. Right. We can, you're talking about this retirement account for, um, that's like a IRA account? Okay, right. So your retirement account, there's two different types of uh, accounts that you can set up as an individual, mm-hmm. right? We have our 401ks on our jobs, right? And, and, and companies will match. But a lot of times we don't necessarily maybe not have that, but you can set up your own individual retirement account and that's called an IRA. Okay. But there's two types of IRAs out there. Mm-hmm. In the industry, you can have a traditional IRA. If I need a tax break now, I'm going to go to a traditional IRA. Gotcha. But if I'm thinking, hey, in the future, I really don't want to have to pay taxes on my retirement. Right. Then you could go with something called a Roth IRA, which after it's been established, you don't get to take a tax break while you're putting it in. But when you pull it out or withdraw it in retirement, 100% tax-free. Really? Yeah. 100% 100% tax-free. That's so a big if deal. You have, if you have 500000 in that account and you want to take twenty grand out, you just can take twenty grand out. You can take twenty grand out. It's not added to your income. What? You've already paid the taxes on it, so all the gains is tax-free. So you pay taxes on it whenever it goes in? Yes. So instead of you putting like $50 a month into it, you're putting like, like, a, little, like a teensy bit less? Well, no. Like you, you're putting $50 in it, but that's not really the amount... Right, but you've already paid taxes. When the money hits your bank account, uh-huh. it's already been taxed by, by the government. Got it, got it, got it, got it. So okay. it's not being taxed on the way in. Okay, I it's see. It's already been taxed. So now you're putting your $50 in, and cool. now it's growing. Cool, gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha. So, what, so uh, what else do people do? So you said that there's, so, you know, you can, you can set up your own, your own IRA. Do you recommend that people do that separately from their employer? Absolutely. Because, see, empl- there's three different, we call it a three-legged stool. Like, we're, you know, you're on a three-legged stool. If you, if you have three legs, it stands pretty stable, right? Yeah. But if you take one of those legs out, it gets weak. It's wobbly, and you're subject to fall. Yeah, yeah. See, the three-legged stool, back years ago, they would say Social Security 
is one of the legs. You know, they're yeah. gonna it's gonna be an income that you're gonna get in retirement. Yeah. But then they also say company pensions. <laughs> and those don't, don't <laughs> exist anymore. <laughs> exactly. And so then the other one is your personal, your personal savings. Okay. So if if company pensions are not there, but four hundred one ks are yeah. right. Yeah. So you have to make sure that you're putting money into those. Uh, accounts with the company right. but if you have extra money and most of us do we have an extra 50 maybe an extra hundred dollars that can go into another private ira yeah and it could be potentially a roth and that money over there could be tax-free okay because your company retirement is still going to be taxed yeah and if social security is going to be there who knows exactly they're they're saying it's not going to be there some people say it is we don't know so yeah. why are we gonna plan on and count on something that we're not sure it's even going to be there yep exactly i'm not going to plan on something i'm saying it's not going to be there yeah. and i'm going to plan on creating my own and if it is there that's gravy right exactly it's even better it's even better icing on the cake yeah exactly mm-hmm. so so we so kind of go back to what we were talking about with the whole savings thing and it just feels like it's like impossible to get ahead what what kind of savings account would you recommend that you could start that would be one that yeah if you needed to take it take money out you you could but it's not necessarily ideal what would that like it's not necessarily like the easiest to access you know like on mine right now i could pull up my app on my phone and transfer from any of my bank any of my accounts to my savings or vice versa and it's super accessible yes what would you recommend for somebody who who wanted to try and create a little bit of, of a barrier between that then you know you would want to look at something like a, a money market just with an outside investment firm you okay. know with an investment firm, but like I do that, it's what we do for clients. Yeah, it just pulls that money and make it not as easily accessible. Yeah, <clears throat> and a lot of times they can do that transfer, but it doesn't like immediately transfer. You yeah. know, yeah. So you have to process that. Is you have to go pull those monies out and make that transfer. Is it taxed at transfer? It just is. It's not taxed at transfer. Okay. Because usually those accounts. Money market accounts, emergency funds are not set up to where they're tax free. Okay. They're gotcha. not tax deferred. Okay. So you're gonna pay taxes just like you were doing on your on your uh, savings account. Okay. So gotcha. the, the beauty of it, it just allows it to grow more. Right. Because it's not as accessible. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So and, those accounts are different from savings because they're investment accounts, like they just have like a higher rate of return on the percentage? You have a you have a potential. So it just depends on the money market. It's, it's pretty much uh, standard, just like any other money market. It's better a lot of, than the savings account. Yeah. Money markets are better than savings, right? Yeah. But the beauty of it, I, I could go to my bank and set up a money market. Yes, yeah. you can. It's still too accessible. Got it. If we're really trying to accumulate that money, okay, move it just a little bit farther away from you. Exactly. So you can't see that balance. For me, like, yes, I would rather not even know what it is because... It, it gets me too excited, and then and then I just, it's just too overwhelming. I would rather not even know what the budget, what the, what the amount is. Just take my money, and I know and trust that that's a good choice, and I don't even want to know what, what, what the amount is. I, I rarely look at my uh, account because it seems like soon as someone realizes that they have money in their account, then, then all of a sudden they thought of reasons why, oh, I can use this. Yeah. The worst thing last, well, with, when the, uh, in 2020, when they allowed people to pull out their money without penalty from their retirement account. Oh, geez, Louise. That's a terrible idea. 
Yeah. And everybody started pulling out their money because somebody else was able to do it. Hey, they're not going to penalize me. Yeah. They're not going to penalize me. But you penalized yourself. I was going to say you're penalizing yourself. You penalized yourself because now that money that you had saved for the future, now you're starting all over from ground zero. Yeah. And I'm 50. Yeah. How likely am I going to be able to recoup that money? No. I mean, you can't. Yeah. So that that made it. But I understand why they did that is because they wanted to put money back into the system because everybody went and they used that money and it went back into the system to rebound the economy. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Well, and then maybe for people who who had it rough, maybe they lost their job or something. They could, you know, they could pull from it and have some expenses to live off of. Well, that's that's a, a good thing. Right. Yeah. So that's why I said that's why you did that. But that's the emergency fund. If I had my six months of emergency True funds that. in there yep. and we've done that properly by having the three funds, yep. then we still wouldn't have had to tap into that retirement. That's the last resort. Yeah, I had absolutely. emergency fund. I had my short term savings. And hopefully by then everything was already starting to rebound. They already put all that money out That's there. That's true. That's so, true. you know, a lot of the times that people put out the money, not because they needed it. I ask a lot of people. I'm like, so did you really need it? No. <laughs> That's what they said. But everybody else was doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's tempting too. And that's what's hard for me is, is it's tempting and it takes a lot of discipline. Discipline. It takes a lot of discipline because you're doing what other people aren't. I mean, I mean, you, you are doing what other people are not doing. Once people get money, they literally will spend it all, Yeah. you know, and it's fun to spend money. It's fun to go out for food. It's fun to go shopping. My only question is really, really in the back of my mind right now, you're talking about, you're talking about savings for the short term. You're talking about an emergency fund. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, if the, if the AC goes out, if you need to replace something or whatever, and then the short-term savings, where's my savings for vacations and the fun stuff? It's, it's in there. Like the short-term savings. Uh huh. That's for your vacation. So that's what you would say. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what I tell people. Hey, I, if I'm planning a trip, like I'm planning a Disney trip, it's going into my short-term savings. Okay. Cause I, I want to travel and I'm just like trying to figure out. We started to like pull like certain percentages, like, like, uh, you know, you want to pay yourself, you know, and then you want to pay, you know, you have your tithe and then you also have the money you live off of. Yeah. So it's like, what percentage do we pull and what account do I pull it from? Cause now that I'm a business owner, I'm having to pull money. Uh, I'm having to put money aside for my own taxes too. Absolutely. And that's in its own account. And so I'm pulling from that and I'm like, well, geez, how much money am I even going to have to live off of with all of these percentages that I'm pulling from all of the money that I'm It's like, well, heck, you know, it's, it's very, very hard to know which, like where to go with all of it because it's just, it's overwhelming because you want to save for retirement. You have to save for taxes. You, you know, you, you want to save if your AC goes out and then it's like, well, heck, I still got to eat too, you know, pay my bills. Exactly. So a lot of times that, that emergency fund is, is that same account that I would be putting my taxes in. Cause I know I'm going to pull it out this year. Yeah. If you're going to pull something out within the year, it needs to go into that emergency fund. Yeah. But if you're saying, oh, I'm going to take a huge vacation in about three years, I'm going to put that in that secondary Right. That intermediate account is right. going to give me a better return. Uh huh. And because I'm not pulling that right now, it's going to be allowed to grow more. So what's manageable then? What do you think is manageable for how much you should have in your emergency fund? Should you put money in your emergency fund every month or should you or should you calm down on that once it gets to a certain amount? Once you get it to a certain amount, then I can back down on that and start putting more money into my intermediate and to my long term. OK, so if I got six months of my income there, then I don't 
I'm not going to put then anything in there. But if I use that for anything, then I have to pick up and start replacing. Right. 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 Okay. So, so get what, it to like a safe place, get it to a comfortable place where, yeah. and then start saving for the fun stuff that you want to buy or that you want to, that you want to do. Cause you do want to have with. some fun stuff. So I think the principle of 10, 10, 80 right. is really, really a good um, thought to live by because we're putting 10%. I believe that 10% should go to our local church in tithing that, you know, that's mm-hmm. as, as what the Bible tells us, but right. then 10%, you should pay yourself because if you don't, you know, Everybody wants their bills paid. You're they want you to pay out. everybody, right? <laughs> yeah. and, but that 10% allows you to do some of the things you want to do. Right, And exactly. then, you know, 80% is what we live off of. So you don't just And out of the 80, you might even take, uh, you know, say 70%. I'm going to get my income, my expenses down to 70, and 10% is for fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. I was, telling, I was telling Aaron last night, like, whenever we pay off our debt, like, we're treating ourselves to a landscaper to of somebody to come and cut in our yard, and we're going to treat ourselves to somebody who's going to come clean this house. I hear you. Because I'm over it. <laughs> like, I, I totally agree. Like, I mean, just something to, like, treat ourselves once we get to that point, because... I can't imagine like whenever you're not like, you know, being a slave to the lender, like it sucks. Absolutely. It's hard. Like, absolutely. So only way you're going to do that is to, is to have a plan and to work your plan. Right. You know? So I think a lot of times what we don't have in, uh, in the middle class is we don't have a financial coach. Absolutely. So that's what I get to uh, do and, and be a coach and uh, that sounding board. And, you know, they'll ask me, well, what do you think, Cynthia? Well, if it was me, this is what I would do. This is how I would do it. Cause, right. And I show them why it makes more sense. Oh, okay. Should I pull that money out? I'm like, I wouldn't do that. Right. You know, can we find it another way? Let's look at other options. What else can we do? Yeah. And that's what people need is somebody that keeps them accountable to their own goals. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I think we're such an instant gratification society. And I mean, I know I am. I have no patience. You mean like, what do you mean? I don't already have, you know, whatever number I want in my savings. What do you mean? I haven't already paid this and that off. Like, it just feels like every month that goes by, it's just like, it's another opportunity. Are you going to stick to the plan or are you going to go out and buy something that you may not, may or may not need? The hardest thing is the discipline to stick to the plan. Yeah. You know, they said that, uh, uh, think is the atomic habits the book it says you don't you don't rise to the level of your goals you fall to the level of your your systems systems. right yeah so your systems that you put in place for you to win and that's why I'm putting this money in every single month no matter what right whether it, whether the market is high, whether the market is low, whether it's good, mm-hmm. I'm putting my money in there yeah. because I know that I have time for it to, to work and it to grow and it to be what I need it to be. But it's not going to be tomorrow. Right. It's not going to be, you know, a lot of times people, oh, how much do I have this year? What you put in. <laughs> Oh, you mean my investment account hasn't already gained like $2,000? No, what you put in. It honestly takes anywhere from five to 10 years for you to really start seeing that that compound interest start to really start turning the money over. It's kind of like a little snowball up on the top of the hill. Okay. And you start out small. But then all of a sudden, as it goes down, it picks up more momentum and it's picking up more snow. And then all of a sudden we have an avalanche. Yeah. But you have an avalanche of money. <laughs> That's awesome. But it starts very small. Yeah. It doesn't pick up very much yeah. as time goes on. Right. So the thing that most people have in their favor, someone like you, you know, you're younger, it's time on your side. Right. But if you don't start now, time is going to catch up. Absolutely. Because I remember I was your age last year. 
<laughs> it just happens just like that, doesn't it? Yes. And I was like, what? I know. I tell my friends all the time, you saving for retirement? You saving for taxes? Like, what are you, what are you doing? You know? Yeah. And... And my best friend, she's so funny. She's like, but, but I can do that later. I'm like, girlfriend, if you don't stop shopping and, and buying everything for everybody, then you're not going to have any money to live off of, you know? And it's fun, but it doesn't, it's not going to pay you in the long run. You know, you can, you can do things. If you do the hard things now, then life will get easy. Yeah. But if you do the easy things now, then life's going to be hard. Right. Absolutely. You know, so it's, it's, it's easy to shop and spend and have fun and yeah, all great, right? Exactly. And, and someday later, right? Mm-hmm. But then you have that person that, you know, have, has said, you know, I'm going to save. Yeah. I'm going to save. And then when they're buying their house cash, Seriously? when they're going on, when they're going on vacations, <laughs> when they're not having to worry about money. See, now they crossed over from being in a flexible lifestyle to a life of freedom. Absolutely. Well, and that just seems like such an impossibility. You know, like it just feels like I see that people do that and I'm just like, how, how did they get there? You know, and it's just, it's hard work and dedication. They made, you know? they made it a, a, a purpose and a plan, discipline. Mm-hmm. The hardest thing is to stick to your plan. Yeah. Because it feels like I deserve, don't I deserve to have something, you know? Yes, you do. So you reward yourself by going and making it happen. Do something to reward yourself. Well, and I feel like too, Aaron, he told me whenever I, whenever I was telling him how important retirement was for me and how I didn't want us to be working until we were, you know, in our late sixties and seventies. And he's like, well, it's not really that important to me. Like, I don't mind. And I was like, boy, no, sir. Like what is wrong with you? Like, absolutely not. Like we are no, 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 and no. Like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to go on all these trips and have fun and, you know, sit around and do literally whatever I want whenever I'm in my fifties. And if you want to go out and, and keep working until you're, you know, in your late seventies then you can go right ahead. But I'm, I will never want to set myself up for that. The hardest thing is to think that our bodies are going to hold up for us to do that kind of work. True. That's very true. We think that I can work until I I fall over there, but will your body hold up? Yeah. And Will your mind hold up? Do, yeah, exactly. And does the company want you Seriously, there? Seriously, whenever you can barely stop and step into the office. Yeah, does the company want you there? You know, you're you're more of an expense to them if you're on a company dime. The insurance is everything is higher because you're so older, and you're, right? So they don't want and they're you've been around and longer. Your efficiency so ex- is like minimal. Yes. Oh, that's so funny. So they're they're not gonna keep you on. Yeah. You may think you're gonna stay forever. Right. But are do they think that? That's so true. So if we don't plan on not being there, it's going to come and we're not going to be ready. Man, that's so good. I have so many good takeaways right now. I'm so encouraged. I just want to pick up the phone and call him and be like, guess what I learned? <laughs> we're, yeah, planning planning out your future. People will plan. We're going to plan our vacation. We'll plan a birthday party. We plan everything, right. but we don't plan out our lives. Right, exactly. And when you, when you, don't, when you don't plan, you plan to fail. Yeah, that's true. You, so we want to make sure that we're planning when I fell into plan and I think so too like another point I wanted to make like I feel like everyone feels like people that people that have a lot or people that are wealthy just just so grew up like that and just happened to be like that like there are and I know that people like that do exist obviously but for the for the vast majority of people that's not the case like hard work and dedication like things don't just fall into your lap just because you exist you know you have to work hard for them you have to work hard all the the self-made millionaires, the successful people, they've all had 
a desire to have that. So they went to work and they went through all kinds of obstacles and they went through so many different no's and doors shut in their faces. Absolutely. And what they decided to do was push on through because they had a dream. Yeah. They had a dream mm-hmm. that even though this door closed, I'm going to keep on knocking. I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep pushing. Mm-hmm. What Edison a, a thousand times failed on the light bulb. A right. He said, I didn't fail a thousand times. I just found a thousand times it didn't work. Yeah. It wasn't failure. That's so nice. Failure's not final until you quit. Yeah. If you keep on working, you will succeed. We have a saying that everyone that deserves a turn will get a turn if they don't step out of turn. Oh, wow. That's awesome. If you deserve a turn, you're going to get that turn as long as you don't quit. Exactly. Because if you quit, you don't step out of turn, right? Yeah. Then someone moves in your spot. That's true. But if you deserve a turn, you keep your place in line and you go on and get your turn. That's awesome. Your turn is coming, but it's going to cost... Hard work, sweat equity, yeah, right? Yeah. But it's worth it. That's awesome. It's worth it to have that that landscaper, right? It's going to be worth it to have that, that that housekeeper. Yes. That's what you're working for. You have those goals and dreams. Right. And you put the systems in place to make it happen. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow, Cynthia, thank you. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Well, uh, I mean, obviously we see what you do every day to make the world a better place. You've just enlightened the heck out of me. But that's one thing I always finish with is what you do every day to make the world a better place. What I do is I try to make sure that I'm the, that I love on people. You know, that I, my dad would always tell me, if you love people, they'll love you back. Yeah. And um, my mom would say, you know, Cynthia, if you really want to have joy in your life, <clears throat> she said, you got to keep Jesus first, mm-hmm. Jay, others second. Wow. And then yourself. Wow. So that's when you have joy. So I always want to think, what can I do for somebody else? Yeah. And I don't want to put my desires ahead of someone else, above, above my clients, above my friends, above anybody else. What do they need? Because I feel like that if I help someone else get what they need, yeah, that God is going to help me get what I need. Absolutely. Well, and it just and it and it, it brightens it brightens your your own attitude and your own spirit whenever you can you know put others above yourself. Oh yeah, it absolutely yeah. does. And other people say, no, I should be first. Yeah. Yeah, they, but the Bible said the first shall be last, last shall be first. So if you put them first, then eventually he's going to take you to that place. Yeah, yeah, that's and good. And I just, I feel like pushing up people is the only way to go. Absolutely. A lot of times people say, oh, uh, you're on my team. Well, I say, I'm pushing you up. Yeah. I want to see you succeed. Yeah. When you want to see other people to succeed as much as you, Yeah. then you're in a good place to make the world a better place. Absolutely. But if it's just about you, mm-hmm. it can't just be just about you. Right. Like they say, me and my four and no more. You know, I don't care nothing about nobody else. See, no. It's got to be, how do I help you get to where I'm at? Absolutely. And if you're better than me, hey, and you go beyond me, that's great. Exactly. I like to say, I'm the millionaire maker. (laughs) Right? That's awesome. I like to take young people and show them how to get started investing early enough and say, whatever you do, don't ever touch this. When you get your own 401ks, you let this continue to be here. And that is going to help you be a stone cold millionaire by the time you get to retirement. That's so nice. That is awesome. Just going to work. You know? That's so cool. Well, if people, if people want to pick your brain, if they have questions for you, you know, they want to find out more about, you know, how you can help them. How do they reach out to you? Uh, they can just call me, you know. Okay. My phone number is 361-877-3512. Awesome. Uh, they can email me if they want to. It's like ymb4503 at gmail.com. Okay. And uh, 
Cynthia Greer on Facebook. Cool. They can message me. <laughs> awesome. <Right>? Awesome. <laughs> well, I'll put all of this in the show notes for you guys. Um, if you guys want to reach out to Cynthia, um, if you have any additional questions for her, if you ever have any questions for me, you know, you can always reach out to me too. So thank you all for tuning in and I hope you all learned something today.